Welcome to the Mission Motherhood Podcast, a podcast created to help you conquer the mental load of motherhood so you can be intentional with the missions God has called you to both in and out of motherhood. Here, you will learn how to manage it all, your time, your home, your family, your career, and more so you can go from feeling overwhelmed and stretched thin to mothering with joy and living fully on purpose for the Lord. If you're ready to change your motherhood narrative, reclaim your joy, own your time, and get back to your mission, then you're in the right place. I'm your host, founder, and CEO of Mission Motherhood, Caroline J. Sumlin. Ready? Let's do this. Hey, Mama, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for being here. I'm super excited to chat with you guys today. This is episode two of the Mission Motherhood podcast. And today we're talking about how do you want to write your motherhood narrative? How do you want to write your motherhood narrative? And one of the biggest um, passions of mine with this ministry is the motherhood narrative that we see in today's culture and changing that motherhood narrative, especially as women who are on fire for the Lord and believe in the mission of motherhood that God has placed in our hearts. We know that motherhood is a gift. We know that it's a joy. We know that it's a calling and we want to do it well. We want to do it well. We want to love our kids well. We want to put our all into motherhood. And of course, we know that it is hard and it can be frustrating sometimes. And it can feel, you know, like some days we're just not winning at life at all. But our heart is in the mission of motherhood. Our heart is in honoring motherhood. Our heart is in honoring and fulfilling that calling that God has placed on us as moms well. And unfortunately, in society, there is a narrative of motherhood that is very negative. There's a lot of negativity around kids. There's a lot of neg- uh, negative content about, um, you know, kids ruining lives and, you know, ruining marriages. And just there's there's a lot like kids are very, they're made fun of a lot. And motherhood is often portrayed as just messy, just kids running around in circles, hair never done, you haven't showered, makeup all over your face, you know, living off of coffee and no sleep and basically kids just taking over taking over your life and and there's this um this narrative of it being okay to be that hot mess mom. And I'm I'm about changing that narrative. I'm about, especially as women of God. I'm about changing that narrative. I don't believe that that's the motherhood that God has called us to. I don't believe that is honoring the mission of motherhood. I don't believe that is honoring the calling of motherhood. I don't believe that is honoring our children. And I believe that if we create a narrative like that in, a, in, a, in an environment like that for our kids, and how are our kids going to honor us as well? So basically, we see we see this motherhood narrative, and um, in in society, this this hot mess mom narrative, and and I, I just I don't subscribe to that. I don't believe that that is how God wants us to 
to do motherhood. And so as um, women that are on fire for the Lord, I believe that we can we can change the way that motherhood is portrayed in society. But first we have to, by doing that, we have to first change our own motherhood narrative. And so you may be listening to this and feel like, well, I am that hot mess mom. I am, I, I'm here because I have a problem. I hear, I'm here because... You know, I I feel like I'm a hot mess. I feel like my kids are spinning around in circles around me. I feel like I don't have a handle on everything. I feel like I don't know whether I'm coming or going and and what to do about it. And and I, I'm I'm desperate for help. And and that's that's amazing. You've taken the first step because a lot of times what the the issue with the hot mess mom culture is that that mom is not ready or, or willing to take a step towards change. That mother is is okay with sitting in that hot mess and portraying this negative culture and just saying, yep, I'm a hot mess. This is, you know, just deal, deal with it, blah, 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 blah. And really, she's drowning. Really, she's unhappy. Really, she's not joyful, you know, and more than likely... Her kids are feeling the effect of that. Her household is feeling the effect of that, but she's just afraid to make a change or maybe she's she doesn't know how to make a change, but she just doesn't have the mentality or the mindset that that she can take back control. She can take ownership. She does have the power to do that. She can. She is equipped from the Lord to do that. Maybe she doesn't feel that way. Um, you know, so if I I desire to help that mom change her narrative. But of course, it does start internally with with believing that, you know, you can you can change. You can you you can change your circumstances. You can take back that control. You you have the power. Jesus has given it to you. So um that's that's like such a passion of mine. And I know that, you know, that this can be a controversial topic. This can be a very sensitive, controversial topic. And I understand that. I understand. Motherhood is so, it's a very sensitive thing. It's a very sensitive thing. It's emotional. It's sensitive. You know, it's hormonal. It's a, it's a lot of things. And I know that there are moms out there that may listen to this and they may not want to listen anymore. They may feel like, you know what, this is not the podcast for them. And that's okay. That's okay. Because those of you that listen to this podcast are choosing to say, hey, this may be my circumstance right now, but I don't want this to be my circumstance any any longer. I want to be have an empowered motherhood. I want to have a joyful motherhood. I want to have an intentional motherhood. I want to have a mission-driven motherhood and life that dominoes into the rest of your life. You're saying to yourself, yes, I want that. I do not want this negative motherhood picture to be the motherhood picture that I actually live or the motherhood picture that I portray. So how do you want to write your motherhood narrative? That is the question. I think, you know, we've all been there where, you know, prior to becoming moms, we see this, we see this photograph maybe of a mom with her husband and her kids and they're smiling and they're laughing and they can't wait for that you know, um, or we, we, and then we just can't wait for that to be us one day. You know, we just feel like, oh my goodness, like motherhood's going to be so great. It's going to be filled with laughs and giggles and tickles and cuddles and snuggles and all that stuff. And that's, that's so true. That is absolutely true. It is filled with that, you know? Um, but then when it's our turn, we get pregnant or maybe we adopt or become step parents for the first time. And then that reality sets in fast. It's nothing like we expected it to be. 
No one warns us about the utter exhaustion that the never-ending job of motherhood brings. No one warns us about the debilitating overwhelm of that mental load for caring another, um, caring for another tiny human um, while, being, while, while keeping our marriages alive or growing our careers, managing our homes or caring for ourselves and all, all the things, all the things. No one warns us about that debilitating overwhelm of that mental load. Before we know it, we are like literally walking zombies. We're exhausted. We feel like we've lost, we lost ourselves. We are that, that quote unquote hot mess mom, but, but it's deeper than that. It's not just portraying the hot mess mom on social media. We literally feel like we've lost ourselves and we are tired of being touched. We feel like we have no boundaries. We feel like we're always cleaning or we're always serving somebody else. We feel empty. We feel like we're constantly pouring from a cup that has not been refilled. We want to be present um, and enjoy our kids. We want to joyfully serve our husbands. We want to cultivate and manage homes well. That's the heart of the mission of the, of the mission driven mom. The mission driven mom wants to do these things. She wants to do these things and do them well and joyfully and intentionally. But because she has nothing left to pour from, she drowns even more. That's the problem. So what what do we typically do in that situation? What does the mom that is feeling that way typically do in that situation? She may turn to social media, post her frustrations on Instagram or Facebook and receive an outpouring of, oh my gosh, yes, me too. You're not alone. And for that moment, she probably feels better. She feels human. She feels normal. She doesn't feel alone. She's like, oh my goodness, everyone is miserable in motherhood too. We're all in this together. This is awesome. But wait, is that really helpful? Should we really be accepting the misery as our reality? Should we really just accept the misery that you're currently in as our reality? Because what happened to that joyful narrative that we were expecting? Was it, was it a fantasy? Is it even possible? I think it's easier to believe that yes, it's just a fantasy. Everyone's miserable. Everyone's over- overwhelmed. The mental load is real. And that's all there is to it. Maybe it'll be easier when they're teenagers. Spoiler alert, it won't be. I've raised a teenager too, and it's not easier. It's just different. Trust me. And if you're a mom of a teenager listening right now, then you know that to be true. <laughs> um, guess what? Usually when we desire change, it's not easier. It's always easier to stay where you feel comfortable. You may feel like you're drowning in overwhelm, but it's comfortable to you because it's familiar and because many others are right there with you. Choosing to take action to make a change is what is actually uncomfortable. It might require habits to change, appointments to be made, boundaries to be set. The initial work may feel like it's more work than the problem itself. I have good news for you, though. You don't have to do this alone. You do not have to do this alone. You're not supposed to. Okay? A few things. First of all, one, choosing to change your narrative does not mean that you're doing anything wrong. Okay? Again, I know that motherhood is extremely sensitive. As moms, we want to hear we are doing a good job. We want to hear we are good enough, that we aren't failing. A lot of times moms are resistant to change because then it must mean we are failing. Oh my goodness. I can't change. I can't admit that I'm failing. I can't admit that I'm, that I'm falling apart. I can't admit that I'm drowning. Choosing to make changes or take ownership of circumstances does not mean that you're admitting defeat or that you have failed. 
It simply means that you're choosing not to settle. It means you're choosing improvement. It means you're choosing to take your life back. It means, you know what, I'm doing the best that I can, but I can, I, I can also do differently the best that I can. You know, it's like once you know better, you, you do better. You may not know, you may not have the answers right now as to how to make things better. You know, in fact, I think that's where, that's where most, most moms are that are feeling the way they're feeling or anytime we struggle with anything. And that's going to continue happening is, you know, you're going to figure one thing out that a new struggle is going to come, especially if it's your first child. Um, and you're going to be like, okay, well, I've never crossed this bridge. Now I've got to learn all over again. There's always a new struggle, always a new thing to learn, always have to kind of go back to that learning mode, figure it out, implement, troubleshoot, get into a groove, okay, new challenge, learning mode, implement, figure it out, troubleshoot, et cetera, et cetera, kind of continues. But if every time a new challenge presents itself or every time you feel like you're not doing something as well as you could be doing it or every time you're feeling stressed or overwhelmed or like you you need some help, you feel like you failed, then that's going to just continue to keep you stuck. You haven't failed. You're just still learning. But the mission-driven mom is ready to learn. The mission-driven mom is like, hey, hey, I am ready to figure out how to do this the best way that I can and in a, and in a way that ensures that I am not drowning. Because you could be like, the best, the best mom is not the mom that makes all the cupcakes for the class party. The best mom is not the mom that has the perfect Pinterest-worthy birthday party with the one-year-old theme or the winter wonderland theme or whatever like trust me like when my children turned one they did not get a fancy party they got a cupcake and a balloon and a picture and that was it that was the that was me being the best mom because I was like that's not where my energy is going to go right now that's not me best serving my kids right now that it isn't isn't about what you put together it's about making sure number one that you are abiding in Christ that you're keeping your cup full and you are doing what is pleasing to the Lord and number two you are managing your home, managing your household, you know, um, prioritizing your marriage, that you're doing those things well and you're cultivating those relationships, that you're cultivating the mission well. It's going to look different for everybody, but if you're doing it well, then you're not feeling like you're drowning. You're not feeling you're totally overwhelmed. You're making decisions that align with Christ, not with keeping up with the Joneses or making, taking a super cute Instagram photo on Pinterest. So let's be clear, like what it really means to be intentional in motherhood. It's not about the, it's not about the, the the final project or it's not about the presentation necessarily it's about the mission it's about the heart it's about the intentionality and it's about the strategy it's about doing it in a way that again that you're not totally like drowning if you if you literally like kill yourself trying to I hate saying that but like if you're you know if you like literally drive yourself crazy trying to make the perfect birthday party and you're so stressed and overwhelmed that you can't be present at the birthday party then what then did you really accomplish your goal because that energy is going to is going to transition over to your child and your child is like okay like this is great but i feel tension i feel stress i feel overwhelmed remember our children feel what what we you know what whatever whatever we're filled up with is is what we're pouring out so if we're filled with anxiety if we're filled, if we're filled with overwhelm if we're filled with depression then we're pouring that out on our kids so the the point is to get us to a place where we are, we're pouring from a cup that is full of joy, that is full of mission, that is full of intention, that is full of discipleship, that is full with, full of the things that God has called us to, right? Not filled with anxiety, overwhelm, and depression, right? It's going to be stressful sometimes, but it should not be to that point. So if we are in that place and we have to choose to write a motherhood narrative that gets us out of that place, because we want to, if, if not for ourselves and for our kids, but also for yourself too, because remember, 
Remember, you were a person before you became a mom. You're a person. You are a wife. Your marriage comes first in the kingdom of the Lord. Marriage comes first in the kingdom of the Lord. Your spouse comes before your, before your kids. So if your spouse is receiving very little of you because you're so overwhelmed by motherhood, it's time to make a change. Again, does not mean you're failing, but it means you're choosing to rewrite your motherhood narrative so it is serving you well so that you can serve your family well. So that's the first lie we have to stop believing. That choosing change it means admitting failure. The second lie that we have to stop believing is that we have to do this alone. Mothers didn't do motherhood alone in biblical times. They had female servants, family, family members, and more to help them raise their children and manage everything that came along with motherhood. We are called to do life in community, lean on each other for help, and yes, even seek professional help when we need it. If you're struggling with a particular area of motherhood and the support you're receiving from your family and friends isn't enough, doesn't mean it's bad, it's just not maybe not what you need, seek professional help in that area. God has given us professionals in every area that we can imagine. Everything from behavior therapists to nannies to professional grocery shoppers, there's absolutely no shame in receiving any of that type of help, whatever help it is that you need. And if those services are outside of your budget, there are hundreds of thousands of courses and memberships for moms out there that are low cost that will help you figure out solutions to the problems you're experiencing. There's books. There's so much. Also, shameless plug, if you stay tuned, I'll be telling you about mine that is launching very soon. Not my book, but a membership situation that may be exactly what you've been looking for. So stay tuned for that. Another lie you may be telling yourself is that it's impossible for things to get better. You may feel so lost, so trapped, so frustrated that you just can't see any solutions. You can't see a way out. And maybe you're not even feeling motivated to change your narrative. Listen, God has called you to more and he has, he has equipped you for this. You in your power alone cannot do this. You are so right about that. Jesus in his power alone can do this. Your first step is to turn to him. Remember my story. I was right where you are. I felt lost, hopeless, and trapped by my anxiety. By the way, my story's in episode one, if you haven't listened. My only answer was Jesus. Jesus gave me the wisdom and answers that I was in search for. He led me to the books, the Google searches, the articles, and more. He showed me that this was actually within my expertise as a teacher and someone who loves organization, but I had just been so blindsided by that because of my overwhelm. Let Jesus show you what's already in you. Let him lead you to where you seek help, where, where to seek help, excuse me. Let him lead you to where to seek help for what you aren't able to do on your own and let him strip that unnecessary guilt or failure-centric thinking that is not of Jesus but of the enemy. Joy, victory, and freedom are yours. You can choose to walk in victory in your motherhood journey. The choice is yours, mama. The choice is yours. Thank you for listening to the Mission Motherhood Podcast. You can check out the show notes for this episode at carolinejsumlin.com slash blog. If the content of this episode helped you in any way, please take a few minutes to share this episode with a mama friend, share this podcast to your Instagram stories, 
and leave us a review in iTunes and subscribe to the show. Thank you so much for listening, Mama. See you next time.